0: Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. The Album for the Day, June 13th, 2021. The Fugees, The Score. Uh, We're doing silver anniversary albums. It's 25 years. Uh, The Score was released on February 13th of 96. Um. This was one of the first rap albums that that I really came to listen to a lot. Um, at that point, I mean, I was sixteen um, brought up on the Beatles, Billy Joel and that kind of stuff. So this was a complete genre shift for me
1: personally, and it was awesome, it was awesome. i I noticed a little bit about it. As it was coming out, um, I became more interested in it, in the album, the longer that it was out. The singles were a great way to pull you to it, Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, it sold 22 million copies worldwide. It It went seven times platinum in the U.S., won a Grammy Award for the Best Rap Album, and "Killing Me Softly" won for best R&B performance by a duo or group with vocal. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing to me, though, is what a journey this was for the group. That this was not their first album; it's just the first time most of us heard of them.
0: Yeah. Oh no, I agree there. I'd never, I'd never heard
1: of them before this. They had a previous album that was not successful. And the head of Rough House Records decided to give them another chance and gave them a $135,000 advance and granted them complete artistic control for a follow-up album, which is usually not what the record company does when your first album's a flop. That's money well spent. So they took the money and built the studio in Wyclef's uncle's basement, which they referred to as the Booga Basement. And they just kind of did what they were doing because they were given the money and the resources to do it themselves and were told they could do whatever they wanted. Mm. So that being said, Lauren Hill, who has many, many interesting perspectives on a number of different topics, if you want a good read, go check out her since, just basically her in the last 25 years. Yeah. Um, But she actually said about the score, quote, It's an audio film. It's like how radio was back in the 1940s. It tells a story, and there are cuts and breaks in the music. It's almost like a hip-hop version of Tommy, like what The Who did for rock music.
0: Hmm.
1: And that's a bold statement to be making to the two of us, because... The Who and Tommy have a special place, mm. but uh, I would go with that. It, it was kind of a new thing to be integrating little skits and sketches and stuff in the early 90s, yeah, which carries over to today. I mean,
0: that's you, you hear that on every single record that comes out now,
1: it's still done all the time now, yeah. and I thought that that was you know very new and unique at the time. Mm -hmm. They did put three singles out. Uh, Fuji La was not my personal favorite. Of course, they won the Grammy for covering Roberta Flack's Killing Me Softly. Mm -hmm. But I thought, and apparently, uh, it was the least successful of the three singles because it only peaked at number 34 on the rhythmic top 40. Ready or not? But Ready or Not, man, is a... Fantastic song. That's a great. Well, they also they also did uh, "No Woman, No Cry" off of that album. Indeed. Which I don't understand why that wasn't released as a single. It's an acoustic kind of a feel
0: thing. But the like, but like, ready or ready or not,
1: I think you know, "Killing Me Softly." That's a great song. I'm not. I'm not going to disrespect that at all. "Killing Me Softly" is a great way to bring you in. Mm-hmm. Before we get you with Ready or Not. Oh yeah, Ready or Not is where it's at. That's the, I, in my opinion, song
0: of the album right there.
1: Well, it's got pieces of uh, Ready or Not, Here I Come as performed by the Delphonics. Mm-hmm. And also contains a sample from Inya. Not that anybody else ever does that for any reason. (laughs) Initially, that sample was uncredited, but she was prepared to sue for copyright infringement and decided not to when she discovered that the Fugees were not gangsta rappers. Unquote. Well, you know. Uh, In a later interview, though, after this album was released, Prost described the recording of Ready or Not and said, the three of us was each going through some pain. Lauren was crying when she did her vocals. Wow! It was unbelievable to see her singing with tears coming out of her eyes. It made me want to cry too. Wow! Mm. wow. So this is an album that if you missed it somehow, uh, it's got it's got the blue ribbons, man, mm-hmm. and it's got the pedigree in 25 years. Still holds up. Still holds up. Still does. We're all still refugees from something.
0: (laughs) Well, go Check it out. The Fugees, the score. 25 years it's been out. Silva, Silva. Silva, Silva. Album for the day. Check us out tomorrow.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends.
0: Woohoo!